Zero would never play a piano. Never. Oh, welcome back, everybody. T-Row in the morning show. Drake, I have a question for you. Okay. Apparently, this was a raging debate for several months and didn't know it, and it's got fired back up again due to the okay. comments of a uh, CEO of a company that I'm about to ask you about. How often do you wash your jeans? My jeans? Yes. Not very often. Um... Really? It's, it's bad on your jeans, yeah. I never knew this. Yeah. Uh maybe maybe once a month. Oh, whenever I'm actually wearing disgusting. it. Disgusting. Gosh. You are so gross. No, that's my question because I didn't know this was a debate going on and then I guess a CEO or someone for Levi's came out in the last week or so and said it should oh, be it every 50 to 60 washes. Or every 50 to 60 wears before you wash. Yeah. No, he actually said this a long time ago. This wasn't. Yeah, I guess it got stirred up again. Like I said, it was on the news the other day. And I meant to ask you on on Friday. I think it was on the news on Thursday. Yeah. Um, He's come out and said this before. Maybe it was a different um, CEO. They they had talked to a couple of different people. So maybe it was the Levi's guy that started it. And then another guy came up and followed up and said that you should never wash your jeans. And my question is. Like, do you people not sweat? Do you not get no, dirty? The, What's the, going the, on here? The, the thing is to not machine wash them and then dry them. I, the, from everything I've Obviously, read, I know they're going to fade, and that was right. part of the, the thing that they said it will cause them to fade. I get that. It's but, not necessarily even just fading, really, either. It's also, it's hard on the denim as well, is huh. everything I've always read. So, it wears out the denim, and yeah, I mean, it does cause them to fade That's a little disgusting. bit. But, it's disgusting. Um, I should have known you don't wash your pants. You're in here all the time stinking. I mean, it's there's gross. a reason why I wear jeans only whenever <laughs> it is uh, below 60 degrees. So, <laughs> to keep from sweating. Hey, uh, how often does your uh, uh, your brother uh, does he wear uh, wash his jeans? He's wearing them every day. Apparently, he doesn't do anything. He doesn't wash any of it. So. <laughs> He doesn't even. Uh, he's he's a thirteen year old boy. He doesn't even bathe. Correctly. I know. I'm so <laughs> I'm joking you a little bit with that, but I had never heard that. I had never heard originally when this came out. I had never heard of anyone like I wash them every week. Like every like I'll wear jeans like a couple of times, mm-hmm. and then they get washed. Always. That's always how I've just every week they'll get washed. Mm-hmm. Like, I couldn't imagine going 50 or 60 wears without washing your jeans. To me, that's just gross. Anyway. I mean, it's, I saw it, that question and said, I got to ask Drake this because I bet he goes, well, I you, bet he knows this answer and he's yeah. going to go like, ah, no, I, you know what, due to the, uh, the way that it's made oh, in the stop, material, stop. we're not going to be washing our jeans for 30 washes. Well, yeah, wears. That's, that's exactly how I sound. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, th- this, uh, this, it's not like I'm going commando in my jeans or anything. <laughs> I mean. What if you find yourself on 6th Street rolling and, around in horse manure? Well, yeah. Are you going to wash are, your jeans? My jeans are going to get washed well, all right, after well, that. Hopefully that girl yeah, washed her jeans. If something, something like that happens, I fall in a, 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 a puddle of mud or something, <laughs> yes, I'm going to wash my jeans. But. I like to think I'm not an old man that doesn't uh, constantly fall over all the time. 
Hey, uh, hey, one time, uh-huh. one time. Uh-huh. My foot's feeling much better today too, though, than yesterday. So that's yeah. good. Uh, anyway, I saw that and I'm like, oh, gross. Fifty or sixty wares. It's like a year's worth of wear right there. More than that, probably, because you're not usually, like you said, wearing jeans in the middle of summer. Uh-huh. So. Uh. It's not a year's worth of wear. I mean, I, I guess if you've got multiple pairs of jeans. Probably. Well, yeah, if you own one pair of jeans and just wear them all the time, maybe 50 or 60 in a year. But hopefully you got a couple of pairs, especially if you're not washing them, sicko. Anyway, don't be rolling around in manure in your jeans because you can't wash them. It's going to fade them, people. Um, the super, other day, super. That that was so much more interesting than what I was anticipating. I was anticipating like a is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> no, sorry. Like I just no. saw that like Thursday on the news, and I'm like, what are you talking about? That is that is in no way like a uh, hot. I mean, I could be wrong. The text uh, ketchup or mustard on your hot dog there, Drake. Uh, ne- what are we going with? There? Never ketchup on a hot. Thank dog. you, thank you. That's the correct answer. Because I'm over the age of nine, so. Uh, here are your Power 5 schools we were talking about the other day uh, who they could possibly be scheduling in 2024. Here is a list of your teams available for an opening as of right now in a Power 5 conference for 2024. Washington has an open date on September 14th. Rutgers and Northwestern NC State all also open on September 14th. Duke has an August 31st. Opening week uh, availability, Boston College, Cincinnati, Houston, and TCU have two weeks available. Connecticut has two available, and Army has two available. I could see uh, – mark out Cincinnati, Houston, and TCU right now. You, you know what I want right there. You, it's, it's the Army game. Let's just get the Army game the September back on 14th the September 14th or October 12th. Go to West Point like you were supposed to do back in 2020. It seems like the right answer, right? I mean, so many people yeah. were so They've upset. They've got two open dates. I mean, what are we? What's what's their argument here? One of those open dates probably wouldn't work. It's October twelfth. Okay, that's, that's t- possibly be Texas, Texas game, Texas, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's the same with Connecticut. October twelfth is one of theirs, but the nineteenth is the other one. But you're right. If that September fourteenth would work out. Um, Army's probably the answer there. I don't like I said. I don't think TCU, Houston, or Cincinnati are happening. Not after playing this season in the Big Twelve and you just being one year removed. I don't think that's something that fans would necessarily love too much. Uh, is to see one of those teams added, but uh, perhaps Washington, perhaps uh, NC State wouldn't be bad. Uh, but. It, I'm, Unless something just doesn't work out with Army, the NC State date's the same as the Army date that's available. So I think you're right. I think most people would want that game back and be able to plan that trip that they missed out on. Oh, I mean, so. you talk about it being like, how could you make that first year in the SEC even better? Have a trip going to West Point. Is these, are well. these the dates that they already have these set? Are, yeah, yeah these so are, 14th is already out, so... Unless um, you were able to go ahead and shift to lane, yeah. possibly. I mean, you have you have time to work on it, obviously. But so the thirty first is taken, fourteenth is and, taken. And the the thing about the SEC scheduling too is that you have, uh, like people are mentioning there, 
is you have October, November dates that you can kind of play with as well and manipulate yeah. to where you could work in. I think Boston College has been the one most thrown out there, and that's probably because it falls on that September 7th. Yeah. Um, and that's the only team that has something outside of the 14th. Oh, Houston has a September 7th available too. But like I said, I just can't see them adding Houston one year beyond No, I, I mean, the only thing I could think is that you – aren't playing Houston. That's the one team you are not playing in that fi- in this final year of the Big 12. So is that possibly yeah part of the agreement? I I would find that hard to believe that part of the yeah, agreement would be I, a I non-conference game for one of the schools that you're not going to play. Um I don't know. I guess Connecticut would be available on the 19th if the 12th is the Texas date. We could probably look that up and figure it out from when the Texas State Fair is listing their dates, but um, uh, we've got a text already saying no. Open dates should be home games. I get that, but there would be a lot of people very happy to see that Army game back on the schedule, I think, if they could work that out. Um, I think a lot of people would think that's cool because so many people that I know had plans for that and uh, we're hoping for that. Uh, we also got asked earlier, going back to the Les Miles thing, does he get to vacate the losses? No. The losses are still listed there. It was the wins that they vacated, so which obviously affects his percentage too. They didn't vacate the seasons. They just vacated the wins. So like when you look on season totals, like they're listed now as 0-3, 0-3, yeah. whatever it may be in those yeah. seasons. So, um they did not vacate those losses. But anyway, so those are some of the teams. But it looks like date-wise with what would work out, you're looking Boston College, TCU, or Houston, unless some, or Connecticut on that 19th, unless something can be shifted. Um, anyway, we'll see what happens. Hey, Joe, if you've got it figured out yet, text Drake. Let him know. Uh, 405-651-3439. And uh, we'll be sure to get that out there. So, uh, anyway, I saw that list, and someone had sent it in on uh, Friday, and thought I'd throw that out there for you because I know we were talking about it on last Thursday and Friday. We'll take a timeout. More of your text after this timeout, 405-651-3439. Dale Earnhardt uh, story coming up uh, at some point. We need to ask Drake how London was. He wasn't there. But his team played in London, so we'll talk about that as well. Your text and more. Back after this on The Ref. Some say it's TJ's fault, but the name of the show is the T-Row in the Morning Show. So who's really to blame? You know? Final hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show on this Monday. TJ and Drake with you. Toby will be back tomorrow. Uh, He's riding back on the hog now from Sturgis. Is that even possible right now? Is that what's going? Is it going on even? Uh, you can go Sturgis any time of year. Huh. What are we I talking guess, about? I guess that's true. Go see Mount Rushmore. All of that. Uh, I think that Mount Rushmore is actually on the opposite side of the state. But uh, this hour of the Tier in the Morning Show brought to you by the great people at RK Black. The Ford. one person I would never see on a uh, Harley Davidson motorcycle. That's the way, joke, TJ. Toby Rowland. That's the joke. 405-943-9800. Visit <laughs> my rkblack.com. See how it is. The thing help make your business more efficient, more effective. 
They serve small and medium-sized businesses, size businesses in Oklahoma and Kansas, and have done so for over 70 years now. Give them a call at 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. See how it is that they can help your business be more efficient as well. Uh, Kenneth Wire Chevrolet text line, DJ. Uh, Clearwater Sooner. People were questioning Les Miles' mental competency. Because of this, he'll likely never coach again. Good news, he would be elected president of the United States. Oh, very funny. Um, let's see. Uh, yes, uh, we already answered the him having to vacate the losses or the losses don't get vacated, um, just the wins. Um, obviously, Levi does not want people to wash their paper thin paper jeans. thin jeans. Oh, their quality. <laughs> Has dropped considerably over the years. Uh, well, really, if it breaks down the gene and ruins them that much, wouldn't you want them washing them if you're a representative and yeah, from I mean, Levi's? Yeah, you, you want them buying. Want them buying more jeans, jeans. As possible, right? So yeah, um, just see has already said it wouldn't be our. Yeah, I know, uh, I know, and I know. Obviously, you'd much rather have a home yeah. game and have the gate of the home game. I'm just saying. Of the ones listed there, a trip to Army would probably be one of the cooler things well, that and he could has, happen. I know that he has. I did see where he had publicly said that it won't be Army. But yeah. the thing about it is, is this is a game that was on the schedule that he said publicly that he wants to get it scheduled whenever the timing's right. And maybe the first year of the SEC probably isn't going to be logistically where it makes the most sense because it'll be – I mean, the athletic department's going to have their hair on fire that year because not just because of football. It'll be every small sport that they'll have to be juggling. We'll talk about volleyball, um, soccer, everything in the fall. And then on top of that, basketball, baseball, softball, everything. It's going to sure. be it's going to be a fire drill there for what? About six months. Mm-hmm. So uh, next up. <laughs> Colin Casey says uh, pizza is just an open face sandwich. Uh, <laughs> play Northwestern at Soldier Field. That'd be cool. But again, that's I think happened it, before. Most think it will be a home game. Uh, I got a text saying they think it's going to be TCU at TCU. That they think the Oklahoma Texas deal to leave early was predicated on playing non conference Big 12 games. See, I, I kind of speculated on that too. I don't. I feel like it'd be more likely that you would have somebody that you don't play in 2023 be the, that team. And the first one that you said that comes to mind is Houston. Yeah. Because you didn't list off Tech, Baylor, or K-State, right? They were not listed on that list of available dates. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, that's the one that stands out most to me. I, I mean, unless you're going to try to do – an annual game against TCU. I mean, the the scenario that I think a lot of people want, I, I, I'm sure there's a pretty discernible split on this, actually, is a game every year against OSU in non-conference. But I don't know that that happens. Because OSU doesn't want it, so... Um, yeah, this one says, OU doesn't want to play Army... That would be a bad loss, and with this team, there is no guarantee they would beat them, and there may be 300 people wanting to go to West Point, but the other 85,000-plus want a home game. Um, 
boy, I would hope you're ready to go and beat a team like Army in 2024. I, I, I mean, I, I'm sorry. I'm, like, that's that's something that as an OU fan, I don't I don't subscribe to. If you're afraid of Army, no, well, I'm, that's I'm what sorry. I'm saying. Like, like you can't. And you're you not can't, even talking this season where you're coming off of last year. You're yeah, talking about that, a season from now. You you can't. It, being afraid of losing to Army can't be a reason for you not to go play against a team like Army. I'm sorry. If you're o, if you're Oklahoma State, sure. If you're OU, you can't be afraid of that. I'm sorry. And he doesn't even say they might would beat him. He says OU yeah. doesn't want to play Army. That would be a bad loss. <laughs> I, there's a simple solution to that. Don't lose. <laughs> Don't lose. Don't put yourself in that situation. Uh, what else we have on, on the text line? Uh, uh-oh, here we go. Morning, Drakey. You've done a great job the past few days. What days are you? <laughs> yeah, I would love to uh, go. I drink 100 ounces of water a day. Have a good day, Carter. When are you uh, doing hot yoga this week, Drake? Uh, nothing's on the books yet. Nothing's on the books. So we're wide open as of right now. We'll see. By the way, we mentioned that the other day on – was that Friday we talked about that? Thursday, whenever it was? Yeah, did you get a uh, like I'm getting a like pop-up ad? ads now on Facebook yeah. for like for hot, hot yoga, yoga and nice. different yoga videos nice. and hey, stuff. You know what? The place I went to, it's just across the street from your house. So you're welcome to join, TJ. Across the street from my house? Yeah. Oh, over there in the shopping center? That's right. Huh. I'll be there. Let, let me go and let me know next time yeah. you're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be there with a camera taking pictures of you and posting them on Twitter. Uh, nobody Debating on my that. Twitter space whether uh, Drake's a uh, top five hot yoga all, of all time. Uh, definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> uh, Jimmy from BA says, please don't schedule any Big 12 teams. Had enough of them. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, I think that's most people's, unless there was something discussed between Texas and OU in the conference as a part of this to have so many return games in a certain period of time. Other, other than that, Jimmy, I'm with you. Like, yeah, I don't want to see that either. Yeah, I, I I don't necessarily want OSU either. I think that there are people that would want to see it, though. There, and there's, Like I said, there will probably be a pretty discernible split on that, a big divide of fans that don't really care. It's uh, more so the attitude of uh, don't let the door hit you or the good Lord split you kind of thing. Uh, from the 580, no to OSU. We have nothing to gain from that. Uh, Teddy, uh, no one here on the text line out of the 402. Hey, Jordy Ball texting in to the show this morning. Uh, Teddy said he'd rather not play Army because of it being a one-off. They would have uh, to prep for an odd offense that would not be used against any other team. Well, yeah, I get that side of it. Teddy's always of that attitude, though, with all those teams. Also, Teddy... Very anti-military as well. Uh, is that what this is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the other part of it. Teddy is not American at yeah. all. Very does anti-military. Not, does not support his military. That's right. Don't say that. He might come in here and beat you <laughs> up later. <laughs> uh, um, Colin Casey says uh, we should play. Uh, we should sh- schedule Panhandle State and play it in Goodwill. Um. Heard the East Coast teams of Rutgers or Duke at New York Giants Stadium and an FSCS home game in Norman. Um, that would be, you know, some of these, you know, if you do it in a pro stadium like that, I could see it being more likely than OU going on the road and playing a road game at one of these places. 
Uh, it's not being afraid of Army. Army is a team that requires a whole new defensive scheme for one week of the season. I get that, but you were going to have that back when you were going there originally. So, I mean, I, I get that side of it, but again... It, it, it is being, like... It's being afraid. I mean, there is no reason not to play a team. I, you can say the scheme stuff all you want. Yeah, preparation is harder. But this was a game that you had scheduled before. Um, I just don't I, – I, I don't understand the – it is being afraid. Saying that – And it's a difficult, that, oh, it's well, a difficult it's a thing to prepare for for one week. Yeah, uh, scheme to prepare for all those things. Yeah. Teams do it every year. That can't be an excuse at OU. I'm sorry. It's weak. <laughs> What is this te- This text here? Uh, Knippelmeyer text line. Drake's analysis of French fries confirms he is the dork in the front row who refused to stand and acknowledge our head coach, BV. He is not SEC ready. Listen. Uh, hey, why don't you stand at the coaches show, Drake? You stand and clap. I, I did stand and clap at the uh, <laughs> SEC reveal whenever a uh, – Army veteran and member of the 1950 uh, national championship team was recognized. So. Yeah, I do remember when they did that. That was cool. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So you did stand for that? Yeah. Teddy, That's right. Teddy didn't. He hates the uh, yeah, military. Yeah, he, he hates the military. That's right. <laughs> I'm teasing Ted. I think everybody stood up. I don't think Toby did. Uh, I don't think the guys on the stage did. Yeah, uh, maybe. Uh, I thought maybe Gabe and Teddy did. Maybe. maybe I'm wrong. I, 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 don't I can't remember. I, don't remember. I, I wasn't. Believe it or not, I was turned looking at the diagnosis. This fries debate sounds like the next KREF draft. Yeah. I, it seems like you guys have already drafted best French fries. Uh, we have several times. I think we've uh, drafted Multiple style times. of French fries, uh-huh. uh, places with their French fries. So, uh, what is it? so? Let's. What is the best French fry to you? Is it Louis? Do you love the Louis French fries? I that much? love Louis French fries. I love Whataburger's French fries. For me, it's probably one of those two. And I don't know if I could pick between the two of them. So I, I really love Brahms fries, but I love Brahms fries too. They would be in the running with those. Uh, let's not get back into this stuff. <laughs> We're about to spin off into it. Uh, we'll take a timeout. 405-651-3439 if you want to text in and get a uh, text in before we hopefully hear from Chris Plank in Tulsa. Getting ready for a big golf event with the OU Club of Tulsa. We'll talk to him at the crossover coming up here soon. TJ and Drake for a couple more segments. And then your hero, Toby Rowland, returns tomorrow. Back after this. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. We're back. T-Row in the morning show. TJ and Drake with you. Drake's team had a uh, big series in London this weekend with his rival Cardinals. Now, I only saw a little bit of Saturday's game, and we actually text and discuss because when I first saw it, 
the overhead shot was really bad and it was like empty in there. I, I, did it fill in better throughout the game? It or? did. The the overhead shots though, even throughout the game, looked pretty unflattering. That that's the weird thing. I don't know if it's just the design of their stadium at West Ham or what, but man, it, it did not look like it was all that full. But then they'd go to the outfield and it's packed. That's what yeah. I didn't understand. Were they not allowing people? I don't know. In certain I, I parts of the stadium? Like I said, I don't know if that's just the way that the stadium looks mm. from overhead, regardless of how many people are in there. But, I don't know, it looked like there were big globs of white where there were open seats. So, I don't know. It, it was an interesting thing. I would have enjoyed it more had the Cubs gone ahead and swept the two-game series. Sure. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a cool concept. I, there I was, Is it? There was a – well, if you're there – it's not as cool at just watching on TV and be like, oh, they're well, in my, London. Well, my question is when I say is it, I get they're trying to grow the game. The NBA does this. The NFL has started doing this. You got a brand and build worldwide. I don't know that they're just going to uh, win over London and start selling thousands of dollars in merchandise. No. And so I'm not sure what they – think that they're going to get out of it because I don't think the players like it because every pregame interview the only thing anybody ever talked about was the time change and what it was doing to their body when you're talking about you know this part of the season and then you've got to flip back and go back and flip back again and be ready to go also this is going to be the biggest break most of these guys have during the season, that isn't the all-star break, too, because you only play two games in five days. Right, so. and all they're doing is getting their body straight because their sleep schedule screwed up. Yeah. So it's weird. Why not have it, like, the first weekend of the year or something like that if they're going to do like this? Like they did with Australia sure. uh, in years past, sure. I yeah. don't know. I, I you know It was cool. It's cool to see it. But, yeah, I was wondering if that filled in any better because when I was watching the first few innings before we left the house, I was like, man, there's – I, and I couldn't tell, like I said, if it was just that they didn't allow people in certain parts of that stadium or something because there were, like, full sections just empty, and then you would see a little bit over, and they were completely packed. So, um, anyway, I didn't know if you uh, were all thrilled getting up yeah. at 9 in the morning on Sunday to watch your— obviously, you would have rather they uh, win than lose, what was yesterday, 7-5 to five or whatever it seven was that five, they lost. Yeah, yeah, I think the, the Cubs took a early— f- 4-0 lead, and then uh, guards came back, So or 3-0 lead. Doesn't matter. They lost uh, 7-5 anyway. So. Toby's Reds finally took a loss after the 12-game win streak. Uh, Atlanta got them a couple of times over the weekend, uh, but still sitting in first place. Uh, same with my Rangers. They lose 2-3 of three to New York over the weekend, but uh, actually gained in their division because uh, Houston and the Angels had a, uh, a rough weekend as well, so uh, anyway, that uh, that was the uh, one of the big stories, and uh, the debut of Derek Jeter for the Fox pregame show mm-hmm. with A Rod and Big Poppy, and I thought he actually did a good job. I watched almost uh, all of that pregame and thought he did a, a pretty decent job. So, um, not surprising really with Derek Jeter. I thought he would handle himself all right. It is funny sitting there knowing the dynamic of A-Rod and Jeter and what it became, and now they're sitting at a, a desk together mm-hmm. trying to act all chummy, and it's like, all right, are things really squashed, or 
Or is Fox just really paying them this amount of money that they are uh, acting like they're cool with one another? Money talks, baby. Uh, uh, the, the weird thing about that Cubs game yesterday, though, what's the name of the Yankees TV guy? Um, oh. Um, not Sterling. That's the radio the guy, right? John Sterling and um, – Oh, my goodness, I can picture him. I see his face right now. Anyways, he's who called the game yesterday morning So for ESPN. Is it really? Yeah. Hmm. Which, it's really strange to me they didn't just... Because Boog Shambi covers the Cubs. Right. On He does, I think, around 90 games a year, something like that. And it's, it's shuffled around because of he still has ESPN duties for Monday Night Baseball, stuff like that, Sunday Night Baseball. Why didn't they just have him do the game there? I mean, th- that's the question I would have. But um, but yeah, uh, that yeah, was interesting know. having him call a game that wasn't the Yankees. Somebody on the text line has got to tell us. Michael, um, gosh, what is his name? You know, if we only had this thing called the Internet where we could uh, look these things up and Google them, it might would help us. Uh <laughs> I just saw here Big Bad Wolf is wanting to know, is USC not an option? No, they're not. Michael K. Is that that's who it is, right? Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Um no, USC is not an option, unfortunately. I wish it was. Uh Kendall says hard to beat curly fries from Arby's. Curly fries from Arby's, while they are called fries, I don't know if I consider them what we're discussing here. They're a completely okay. different category, I okay. think. So Plus, who wants a entire box of curly fries? You want the accidental curly in there, right? <laughs> That's what you want. That's an obscure How I Met Your Mother reference. For that is that is exactly right. Uh, final of the College Baseball World Series will be decided tonight. Florida, LSU, winner-take-all game this evening starting at 6 o'clock. Florida forces that game with the uh, monster blowout win yesterday. As uh, they take it 24 to four, uh, record 24 runs scored. There were uh, a couple of those home runs were the longest ones uh, hit at that ball field since they moved over there, and uh, we'll see what kind of game plays out tonight. But who do you have tonight? I think LSU bounces back and wins it tonight. I kind of feel that way, too. Yeah. Um, I mean, both teams are supremely talented in the lineup. Uh, obviously, and, yeah. And, and they're pitching. I mean, how about the fact that I, I didn't realize this until last night. I'm sure it's just a snippet that it has been mentioned the entire postseason for sure. But Dylan Cruz has been on base, gotten on base in every single game this season. Is that right? That's what they said last night, which is absolute or yesterday. That is absolutely incredible if that's the case. That's amazing if that's the case. Um which is why he's uh projected to be as high as he is uh, in uh, yeah, the Major League Baseball pick. draft. Yeah. Right. I mean, basically yeah. it's between him and his teammate Skeens on who's gonna be the number one overall right. pick. So. No, that's that's pretty incredible. So but yeah, no, I think I'm leaning a little bit towards LSU. I mean between them and Wake Forest, controlled the number one spot the majority of the year in the rankings. They were the best team really all season long. And I've got no reason to think that they wouldn't bounce back tonight and be able to erase uh, what happened yesterday. 
Like, I, I just don't think that teams that are that good, either way, if that was LSU blowing Florida out or you know how it went yesterday with Florida, teams that good just erase it and move on typically. Now, it may be that they're just wore down and Florida edges them out and gets them tonight, but um, I, I don't think it's going to be anything mentally of a hangover for them to just be able to step out of it and say it's a new day and this is this is for El- this is for all the marbles we're going for it tonight. I just don't think they'll have trouble removing themselves from yesterday. So I'll I'll go LSU tonight. Uh, yeah, uh, unfortunately, I kind of feel like I'm gonna see uh, I see it the same way as you. I mean, I, LSU the talent that they have offensively. Florida does have a ton of talent as well, led by White Langford, who just it seems like. Aside from that blooper he hit yesterday, seems like everything, even the outs that he gets are just incredibly loud outs. Mm-hmm. I mean, they talk about his off-the-bat velocity and 112 miles per hour just about every time. It's it's incredible. But um, I think that offense with Tanks, with Cruz, I mean, everybody that LSU has, I, they're going to be hard to beat. Let the jello shots flow. That's right. Is what will happen. Uh, Sean says, bring back the potato cakes. <laughs> Isn't that just a hash brown? The potato yeah, cake? It's, it's a, it's it was a just a triangle. Uh, those were triangles, right? At Arby's? I believe that's right. Just yeah. triangle hash browns. That's all they were. Yeah. Potato cakes. Ooh, the, the hash brown at uh, Mickey B's is pretty hard to beat, though. Uh, You know what's hard to beat is when... You get the surprise hash brown dropped into the breakfast. That happened to Bronx the that, other day, and he didn't that, want it. And I said, not, I'll take that hash brown. <laughs> thank surprise you. Surprise hash brown does not sound like it's something you get from Mickey D's. <laughs> I can tell you that. It happened to us the other day. I will take a timeout. Crossover coming up next with Chris Plank. He's home. He's in Tulsa. At least I hope he's made it. I heard from him this morning, Drake, when we texted him. So he was up and heading there. We'll find out if he's made it. He was probably on his way up to Tulsa and also hosting a national show. Uh, probably, yeah. He's probably in the passenger seat on a piece of equipment. He, he is connected here, so we're right. good there. We'll talk to Plank next. Back after this. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. It is time for the crossover with uh, Chris Plank. Chris would be very happy to not be in studio today. Uh-oh. Uh, AC Why? out on this side of the building, Chris. It started out at 76.3 degrees in here when I started the show. It is now 80.4 degrees in the studio. Ooh. Well, that's uh, good for you. You're warm-blooded. You like that I'm stuff. I'm not this warm-blooded. You like it hot like I, that. But I'm uh, stubborn. I cannot do what you do when it's hot and leave the door open. I cannot oh, leave the shut. door open. It's only me and Drake in the building, especially that early, you know, typically. Right. I still, I have to shut the door. It's just I can't do the show with that door open. I don't know I, why. I, I will say I will say this real quick, Drake, Go that the door being open is like show content to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So if you leave the door open, at least I get a segment out of it because of something going on in the hall. That's how I look at it. Probably usually me yelling an F-bomb at Drake or something. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Or me back at him. So, Plank, I have not told you this story. I've told TJ this. I've called, uh, told a couple other people off mm-hmm. the air. But we just been brought in by Narcos, uh, like TJ does every single day, by uh, Timmy Trumpet. I This was at game one of the Super Regional against Clemson mm-hmm. in softball. Went to that game, as you know, midday on that Friday, hot as can be. All of a sudden, pitching change for OU 
Narcos starts playing over the loudspeaker in the PA right. system. TJ already mm-hmm. knows this story. All of a sudden, I hear this old man behind me saying, hey, that's uh, that's Chris Plank's theme music right there. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, I like that Plank. Yeah, I, I like it. That's we, the uh, story. What was, kind, what was kind of funny about that is it became a thing, and it wasn't just any player coming out of the pen, right, Drake? It was usually Jordy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, I, I'm sorry. This seems like it's really overmodulated this morning. Or, or again, I was up early. My my alarm was not TJ reminding me I needed to be in Tulsa. I knew TJ. I was up and on the road. I know. I but the, I was standing here and I'm like, boy, no. <laughs> I hope he remembered. I knew you would, but I'm like, I'm gonna text him just in case. But the funny thing about bringing that, not like me, but just there's a lot of people that thought, oh my gosh, they're they're doing the Mets thing. With, with Jordy whenever she comes in and Timmy or Tommy Trumpet or whatever that. But it was just – it was like a happenstance thing, right? And it kind of stuck. And, you know, Coach Coach Gasso in Oklahoma softball has never really been a – where you have a walk-up uh, music or an entrance song. Or, you know, b- baseball does it in a lot of places too. Never really been an OU thing. That's like a reward that you get on your senior day. But it just – the moment she came in, I want to say – I want to say it was at USA Softball Hall of Fame Stadium for a game, and she came in, and they did that, and, you know, the, the PA guy cheesed it up, you know, with a no pitching, you know, like the Mets do, and it was just, it was like perfect. It was almost chill-inducing, and then you're like, well, oh, it's not as good as getting the crossover going every single day, but no, it, <laughs> it kind of became a thing uh, during the latter point of the season, so yeah, it was, um, it was really cool. But man. funny that it would remind the old man sitting behind Drake, uh, oh, this is Clayton. Plank's entrance music. It's like it's crossover. Uh, like, it's like, time. <laughs> like, like JR, it's Stone Cold! It's oh Stone Cold! Stone Cold. I still, whenever I, whenever I, <laughs> whenever I, I, I introduced, I'm trying to introduce more friends to the show, right? I'm in a new community now. I live in Washington. It's a place that I'm really, well, I live in Goldsby. My, my kids are growing up and going to school in Washington. And I always will want to introduce more people to the show and the station because there's a lot of Sooner fans out there. Our signal's strong out there. And I'm pretty sure that there's one of my uh, guys who's become a better friend than, than I ever anticipated, TJ, that truly thinks my radio show is just the crossover. Like, in other words, man, I just – you, TJ, and uh, Toby, man, that's, you guys, how long is your show? Like, two hours? And I'm just like, yeah, two, <laughs> two hours. That's, that's what <laughs> Because he only, if you only get to hear, like you get in your car at yeah, 845, right. there's not a lot of really, truly long drives in Washington or in uh, Norman. That's so true. you get in your car and the crossover could be your whole drive to work. So I'm grateful for it, TJ. How was your weekend? Did you get out and about? Or uh, Yeah, we were uh, we were out at the lake this weekend. He so almost died. I almost died, like, but uh, I'm I here. I that story? I survived. It was uh, first segment. I was cleaning my was boat, <laughs> cleaning my boat and uh, fell out of it backwards. Uh, about six foot to the uh, gravel ground and caught oh my myself gosh. with one foot and landed heel straight to a large rock. And the bottom of my foot's <laughs> all black and yellow, and I, I'm laying there. It's that you know, those, th- those seconds when you're laying there like, okay, is anything broke? Is my head busted open? Can I move my back? And then I stood up on my uh, leg and realized, oh, wow, gosh, dude. I messed my foot up pretty bad. Well, that's so. not the best part, Plank. The best Uh-oh. part is after everybody realized they were, that he was okay – I got back up, finished cleaning the boat, and then uh, Ashley, one of our friends out there, would not let me step down out of the boat, which I've done a thousand times. 
So she lifted me down out of the boat. <laughs> and all these people are driving by and like looking and like, what are you doing, dude? What? What's going on? Why man? is she lifting you out of the boat? <laughs> Safety first. It's like, it's like, I have reached that old age. Like, don't let him crawl out of the boat alone. He's going to kill himself. All right, Dad, hold on. Let us get up there, okay? So that, that, was, that was my hilarious. weekend. So that, well, I, I'm, glad you're, I'm glad you're okay. Now, uh, this is this an extended vacay for T Row or is this the last day? Last day, I think they uh, come back today and he'll be here for his show tomorrow. So we should get some get some stories tomorrow. I'm sure. Nobody uh, is better at going off the grid than Toby Rowland. He I is just, man. He d- it disappears. Is he is gone. It is no no text messages, nothing, nothing. emails. Nope. He is off the grid. <laughs> so that is right. All right. Well, enjoy Tulsa today. Yeah, man, this is fun. We're at the OU Club at Tulsa Golf Tournament, so we'll have a lot of fun times today, that's for sure. All right, man. We'll talk to you tomorrow. That is Chris Plank. He's coming up next uh, live from Tulsa. Josh will join him. Appreciate Drake's help the last few days. As I said, your hero, Toby Rowland, returns tomorrow. He'll be back uh, with you. And uh, I'm sure we'll get all kinds of stories of his uh, trip to Amish country. I think he made a coffee table while he was gone the last few days. Appreciate you guys uh, the last few days. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a great one.